We present Wasted Years, a two-part serial by John Harvey, with Tom Wilkinson as Nottingham-based, jazz-loving detective inspector Charlie Resnick. Every night I spend waiting All those dreams and wasted tears Hoping you come find me, baby After all these lonely years In my dreams I see you, darling Walking in my door In my nightmares you bring nothing more Than ten more wasted years Ten more wasted years Part 1. The present is 1992. Hey! armed gang got away with close to a quarter of a million pounds. The senior officer investigating the robbery, Detective Inspector Charlie Resnick, issued the following... Three minutes, Graham. Less time it takes to stand in line for a lottery ticket. Get it filled in. Take the box for no publicity this lot, too. Stocking masks and sweatsuits, the four of them. Running shoes and gloves. Not to mention a brace of shotguns. Get the team together, Graham. CID room. See what we've got so far. Okay, keep it down, keep it down. Right, Sergeant. Okay, where do we start, Lynn? Two security guards, sir. One of them's in Queen's being treated for shock. The other was able to talk, gave as full a description as he could, but not a great help, I'm afraid. Average height, average build, nothing specific at all. How about the voices, accents? Pretty standard, apparently. I'll talk to the guard in the hospital later, see if he remembers any differently. Okay, Lynn, Kevin. Uh, spoke to the manager, sir. Collections and deliveries were worked according to the same rotor. Easy enough for anyone interested to know when the money was being moved in and out. Uh, this morning was no different from any other. CID, DS Millington. Looks like we found both cars. Okay. Yeah, where? Queen's Drive, back of those warehouses. Okay, thanks. Right, let's get down there, Graham, take a look. On my way. Keith, what time do you call this? I've been sat here listening to that. That arthritic rubbish all morning. It was me daddy. He wanted a hand. Bad bet. Hosing him down, were it? Or just swabbing the vomit off the floor? I don't know why he didn't get out of there a long time since. Not like me mum, you mean. You've got no ambition. Still be shuffling round at home when you're about thotty. Right. So, so I should start thinking about one of them places in the lace market, that what you mean? <laughs> what is it? Loft development. <laughs> Yeah, just seeing me waltzing into the building society. Here, my man, give some more. <laughs> Something like that. Why not? Yeah, great, Darren. Fat chance. Now, shut your moaning and get us another tea. And one of them sausage cobs, bran sauce. I'm skinned. Here, take this. Get one for your sen. And get a move on. Right. Uh, two sausage cobs uh, and two teas. Coming up. Something I want to show you. Read that. What about it? Quarter of a million in less than five minutes. Yeah, yeah. Planning. Shotguns. The lot. Brilliant. Clean away. So? So? Don't it give you ideas? 
No. <laughs> it's just as well I've got more than enough for both of us, then, isn't it? Yep. Ran a check, sir. Armed robberies, like you said. Couple might be worth looking into. There was this wages snatch at a factory in Wolverhampton six months back. Four blokes, two pairs of cars in relays. Armed? One shotgun, not discharged. Seems to have been well planned, in and out fast, and since then no sight nor sound. Some rumour they might have had inside help, but nothing definite. Go on. Well, the other one was a supermarket over at Burton. Bank holiday weekend. Details I've seen could be the same team. Right, best make some calls, get some more details faxed over. In answer. Good lad. Hey, up, Graham. Didn't know you were back. Those abandoned cars, any luck? Reported stolen yesterday, pair of them. Over Aspley Way. Forensics checking them now, but I doubt they'll find anything. Your wife cleaner than a baby's bottom. That's song, Graham. All right. Winchester Cathedral. Bit of a favourite down the years. Kevin, sure that's all you want? Yeah, I'm away in a bit. Meeting Debbie then? Am I echoes like? Thought you had all that sorted. Oh yeah. Most I get to see Debbie half an hour of a Sunday, with a mother leaning over us all the time like Godzilla on steroids. Well, say something. Tell her you and Debbie need to talk, sort things out. Oh, it's all very well for you to say go well, and talk. You to... were the one she married, Kevin, not her mother. She's got to see that one way or another. You've got to make sure she does. I mean, talk to her, you great pillock. Make her see reason. Sight easier said than done. When I do say anything, she either bursts into tears or walks out the room. Whenever I phone, her bloody mother answers. No, Kevin, I'm afraid Deborah can't speak to you now. Deborah. Never called her out but Debbie since she was baptised. Well, then, you budge up a bit and make room. <coughs> Security guard, Len, you managed to see him? Yes, fat lot of good, though. Might as well not have been there for all he remembered. If you ask me, minute one of them pointed a gun his way, he closed his eyes. Not in his job description, most like. Facing down a couple of blokes with sawn off. Not in ours, either. If it were, we might get paid accordingly. Or armed. All right, let's not go through that argument again. Graham, those abandoned cars, any word? Won't get the full report till the morning, but no, about as useless as I thought. Well, Kevin here came up with a couple of things earlier and I did some phoning around. D.I. used to be with East Midlands Serious Crime Squad. When there was one. That's as maybe, but what he told me made me wonder if we shouldn't dig back a little further. Something they were running called Operation Kingfisher. How long ago? Close on four years. Large-scale robberies right across the Midlands. Some suspicion the cash was flown out from East Midlands or Birmingham. Nothing was proved. No leads, no arrests? No, nothing that stuck. One they did put away had his verdict overturned. One <sighs> thing he seemed pretty certain of, what they got away with was being laundered, likely abroad. Not a penny's turned up here, not one. Come on, Kevin. Hand stuck in your pocket again. Must be your shout. OK, OK. You know what I was thinking when you were talking of going back a few years? You know what this lot really reminds me of, don't you? Go on. That business with Briar. You remember? When was that now? Must be all of ten years ago. John Alexander Pryor, you have been found guilty on five separate counts of Pryor, no. Bank job out at Baseford, post office at Top Valley. You think about it. Prior to a T, shotguns a lot. Of course, you'd know about that part of it better than the rest Graham, of us. Graham, I don't think And Rainsey. What a bastard he was, and no mistake. But say what you like, if it hadn't been for him talking his way into Pryor's wife's knickies. I'll get you, Rufy! As long as I live, I'll pay you back for this double-potting bitch! 
Well, I doubt we'd have got the result we did. DC rains. Never rain bloody bloody poor there, Charlie. Rains it. I don't like him like him anymore. Thank God. Ten years back, he must have thought the sun shone out of his backside. Charlie, are you in court this morning? Shire Hall, yes. Why? You could drop me off at the office, then. Yeah? Ten minutes? Fine. Time for another cup of coffee, then. There's plenty here. Uh-uh. I've got to finish getting ready. You look ready enough to me. <laughs> Do you know how long I spent putting on this makeup? To the second. Then you know I haven't got time to do it all over again. Besides, if that's what you're interested in, you should have said so an hour ago while we were still in bed. I did. Nine minutes, Charlie, all right? This do you? Fine. How do I look? Like someone who spent more than last month's mortgage payment on a dress. <laughs> Charlie, will you stop going on about that? Besides. OK, I'm buying, right? Ooh. Charlie, pan a bit. Graham, same again, OK? Hey, up, Charlie. I thought you'd be long gone. Tucked up to missus, eh? I'll say this once and you listen. I had one of the worst mornings of my life today, bending backwards to keep the shit off your shoes, and I won't do it again. Ever. No matter what. Right? <laughs> OK, Charlie. Right? Yes. Right. I see no reason for this breakup. So let me be the first to make up. If a reason must be had, it's easy to blame the weather. Charlie. Oh, sorry, I didn't mean to wake you. I thought I heard you come in ages ago. Whatever have you been doing? Well, nothing. You must have been doing something. Just sitting. Listening to that miserable cow moaning on. If you like. I can remember nights you'd get back from the pub. If I was already in bed, you'd be up those stairs two at a time. You don't have to make it sound like it's ancient history. And don't make it sound as if... As if I'm the one that's not interested anymore, okay? Charlie, let's not start. And this morning, for instance. Charlie. Okay, okay. And don't be too long. I've got an appointment tomorrow, first thing. Yes, of course. Keith, that's just a beer. What? Pills for breakfast now, is it? Keith. Oh, get it yourself, I'm off out. Meeting that Darren again, I suppose. So what if I am? I've told you before, hang around with the likes of him. Before you know it, he'll be back inside again. And this time it'll not be six months. Yeah, well, what else do you expect me to do? Sit around here all day watching you get picked? Okay, okay. What are we doing here, anyway? Sussing it out, ain't we? Like I told you. What, there? DIY, what are we going to get from there? Wallpaper and kitchen units. No, you clever <laughs> bastard! Let go! Over there, see? Guys in yet? What do you yeah. see then? Amber Valley Building Society. No way, I'm not having anything to do with that. That's stupid. Shut <laughs> it! Darren, no. Listen, you owe me. Remember how I came across you, Glenn Parver? Down on your knees in that shower stall with lipstick smeared round your mouth. Couple more rounds of that and they'd have been cutting you down in your cell. Remember, Keith? Remember now how I saved you from all that? Yeah. Right. Well, all you've got to do when I tell you 
is nick a car. The right car. And have it here at the right time, okay? Yeah, sure. Me? I'll do the rest. Don't know how you've got the appetite for it, really. Sitting in the cemetery, tooking into cheese and ham and... Shoots a mozzarella gram. Oh, I dare say. Point is, sat here staring at all them shrouds and angels. Well, who's the last thing comes to mind? Light up another silk cup, though, all the same. More apt that, somehow. Nearer my grave to thee? Something like. Anyway, the wife comes over all tight-lipped and clarty if I have one in the house nowadays. Face on her like Virginia Bottomley with a carrot up her behind. Look, <laughs> <laughs> oh, Charlie, I've been meaning to say, bringing up that business the other night, prior and all that, well, I know that wasn't the only thing going on for you back then. You in the lane, the proverbial it in the family. No, it's OK, Graham. Like you say, ten years, long time ago now. Even so, perhaps best not to be reminded. Still rankles, I'll be bound. Come on, Graham. Let's be getting back. Yeah. What I did think, though, after what was said prior, well, no harm making a check. Still in Lincoln, isn't he? Fifteen years. Ah, oh, and up for parole. Two-thirds of his sentence down the plan. Ah, you not get it. He'll be turned down. Fences like his, violent, you heard the judge. Gravest horror and disgust, full force of the law. Not automatic, I agree, but nowadays who can tell? Somebody out there getting paid 20,000 a year to say he's seen the light. Still, he doesn't have to worry us. I doubt he'll come back here. Would you? No. But then I'm not a nutter. What do you think Pryor is? You were the one ended up staring at him over both barrels. Best answer that yourself. Smoke, Mr Pryor. Thanks. The offences you committed... Long time ago. Different life. Wouldn't happen again. It did then. What I think, people change. You believe that, don't you? Yes. Yes, as a matter of fact, I do. Well, then, there you go. I suppose you've thought about work, finding a job. I used to be a chippy a long time back. A carpenter? Joiner, yeah. That's my trade. Good. Having a skill, I mean, a real skill. Unfortunately, it's what so many men in your position lack. And I'm afraid it isn't getting any easier out there, whatever they say. Your wife, you said there hadn't been a lot of contact. No. It's difficult Look, when I you... haven't seen her, heard from her, I don't know where she is. I'm sorry, perhaps No, that's the way it happens, right? You can't put in the kind of time I have, expect everything to stay the same. Anyway, all in the past, that. What I want is start all over again while I still can, while I've still got the time. Too much of my life wasted already. Yes. And you'll help me, right? Yes. Good. Every night I spend waiting All those dreams and wasted tears Hoping you come find me, baby After all these lonely years In my dreams I see you, darling Walking in my door in my nightmares you bring nothing more than ten more wasted years 
Ten long wasted years. These blaggings, Charlie. No way Pryor wasn't involved. I've already pulled him in twice and got nowhere. Right. Alibi to the eyeball. He's a villain. No two ways about it. He knows it, we know. <laughs> what do you think he's been doing this last 18 months, eh? Driving his missus up to Bakewell for a bit of pudding, filling in his spot the ball coupon. Proof, that's what we need, not conjecture, something that'll stick. All the more reason for going round there at five in the morning. Mob-handed. Turn him off a good and proper. No warrant. He'll be back on the street before breakfast, and besides, you know as well as I do, anything we did get would be useless. So let's get a warrant. Well, there's nothing I'd like better, but give me a reason. You do fancy him for it, then? Prior, yes, I always did. Now you're talking. I'll ask around. Friends of friends. See if I can come up with him. What do you think, Graham? I think County have got their best chance of promotion in years. It spurs a forest for the cup, and other than that, I don't have a clue. Except I'm glad Reigns is on our side. I was assuming that's what he is. Business, Duck. Get in. Mary, is it? I never said. It is Mary, though. I never said. I know. You never said. Then how? I don't know. Well, let's just say uh, you look like a Mary to me. Good Catholic girl. Perhaps we met at Mass. I never go. Nor me. Look, I don't understand. No need. Now, why don't you take off them clothes? Pay me first. You've got to pay me first, you know. Oh, yeah, I know all the rules and then some. <laughs> Rituals. Now, what do we agree? Uh, Fifteen? Twenty. That's right. Twenty. Ooh, you're sharp, Mary. Sharp as a razor. <laughs> All right, Mary. Twenty it is. Now, I don't want to get over personal, Mary, but uh, that body of yours is a bit of a disaster area, if you ask me. Well, I mean it. I must have seen better days. <laughs> well, let's hope so, eh? <laughs> better days, Mary. Young and lean. All that... Golden promise. Young flesh to be held and cherished. Not this. Don't. Is that because Frank, Mary? Frank Churchill? Oh, I, I don't know. Ow. I don't know any Frank. Oh, yes, you do, Mary. Hundred on them. More. All the Franks in the world. But this one, Mary, you think back. This Frank in particular, that night, ooh, shall we say a month or so ago, after that party, cheap champagne and cocaine, Frank and his friend... Don't hurt me, you're hurting me. There now, Mary. How's that, eh? Is that better? Is it? Is it better? Yes. That's good. That's fine. 
So we're talking, you and me, aren't we? About that grand party. Frank Churchill and that friend of his. How to celebrate a job well done. Who was he now, Mary? What was his name? I don't know. You'll have to speak up, Mary. See, I thought you said you didn't know. I think we'll have to devise a little penance for you, Mary. What do you think? Little summer for telling an untruth. What do you reckon, Mary? What'll it be? Four ale Marys and an our father? Or maybe we should think of something different. That electric fire, for instance. Now, why don't you just back up over there? Good and close to those bars. No. No. Over there! No, please, no. Mary. Oh, Mother of God. The name, Mary. All you have to do is say the name. John. What? John. John Pryor. I don't know. He never said his other name, so help me. John Pryor, that's who it was. What if you know already? Confirmation, Mary. That's what it was. Oh, God! What is it now? You're police, aren't you? Police, that's what you are. Oh, Mary, Mary. Why don't you bring that sad old body back over here? Take a look at some pictures. Maybe see who you can recognise. <laughs> hey, maybe later we could have a bit of fun. <laughs> you and me. Bit of fun. Churchill and Pryor. Not exactly bosom bodies. Till a few months back, you're right. Around the time of that job out in Baseford. But now, snorting coke through the same used tenor off this tart's buttocks, by all accounts. Those accounts, you think they'll stand up? Now, the horse guard's in fine weather. Right, I'll have a word with the super, see if he thinks there's enough to ask the magistrate for a warrant. How about Churchill? At no point lifting one without the other. Churchill, too. OK, great. Meantime, I'll keep weaveling away, see what else I can find. At which reminds me... Prize old lady, you know her, don't you? Ruth, not personally, just who she is, that's all. Who she used to be. Ruth Strange. Some kind of singer, right? Local, yeah, blues, soul, stuff like that. Tina Turner out of town. If you like. She jacked it in to marry Pryor? Apparently. How long ago? Oh, five years, six. <laughs> just about ready, then. How's that? Come on, Charlie. Taste of something fresh? May not even know it yet herself. But you can see it in their eyes. <laughs> Married women. They're a cinch. Elaine, is that you? Well, it isn't a burglar, Charlie. Sorry I'm late. Last minute client. Have to be a takeaway, I'm afraid. Oh, that's all right. I would have done something, only I thought... I know, that, uh... I know. Still, like you say, never mind. Indian OK? Yeah, sure. You wouldn't be a loving fool in the order, would you? I really need a shower. Yeah, of course. Roman Black, please, Jeff. Here, let me get that. Uh, no, I don't think so. Suit yourself. Scotch, make it large. Should be up there. What do you know about her? Last time I sang on stage, you were still in acne and short pants. <laughs> Always was precocious. Cocky, too. Yes, but underneath it all, a truly sensitive human being. 
I doubt it. Oh, it's true. Spent all the time at primary school with the Evo stick. Sticking back the wings on flies the other kids had pulled off. That's how come you ended up where you did, I suppose. Where's that? Smells like CID from here. That'll be shacked up with a villain. Gives a girl a keen sense of smell. Never mind the shacked up. He's my husband. John Pryor? Yeah. And is he the reason you stopped singing? The reason I stopped singing, since you want to know, is because what better voice I once had folded up and went away. Like wings. If you like. Perhaps I should find my Evo stick. See if that doesn't do the trick. What is it you want? This little batch of robberies. We're interested in your John for them. So? You've been trying to stitch him up for years and you've never had a thing on him. OK. But we'll likely be turning him over next couple of days. Thought you'd like to know. Why are you telling me this? I want you to trust me, Ruthie. Why else? you are, Charlie, doing it again. What? Listening to that bloke try and play the piano. Who, Monk? Oh, whatever his name is. You know, the one with no arms. Elaine, if you just sit and listen once in a while, you might understand. Yeah, well, life's too short, and besides, I've work to do still. Still? Ever since you got that new job, you've done nothing but all the hours God sends. It's a good opportunity, Charlie. The way things are going, the agency's looking to expand. If I play my cards right, I'm likely to see my promotion before yours. Oh, that might be true enough. Funny, isn't it? <laughs> Used to be you, late night drinking with the boys and me sitting here pretending not to look at the clock, watching some old toot on the TV. And now it's all changed. You've stopped going to the pub, you're home here sharp for your tea and I'm not here to put it on the table. And I never said you should. I'm not above fixing my own tea, you know. Half the contents of the fridge slap between two chunks of bread. <laughs> yes. You make sandwiches, Charlie, the way that bloke plays the piano. Any chance of a lift in the morning? I could do with being there early. No, I'm afraid not. I've got something on early myself. And I doubt you'll want to be going in with the milk. Place, open up! Open up, place! OK, have it down. John? John, it's the police! Hey! You've got no right coming Just in Just doing our job, Doug. My sergeant's got a warrant downstairs. Perhaps you'd like to go down and check. You've been kitching and mashed while you're about it. Oh, piss off. See yourself? Not a thing here, nothing. You're not going to find a thing. John Alexander Pryor, I'm arresting you on suspicion of armed clock. robbery. Get him out of here. You better know what you're doing or your life isn't going to be worth living. Find anything, Graham? Clean as the mother-in-law's tea tray. Keep looking. Making friends with my underwear drawer, I see. Specialised work, Doug. You not find a lot to work on in there. I know. Skimpy at best. Does something for you then, does it? Feeling women's knickers. You go around pinching them from washing lines? No need. Not when there's other ways. <sighs> Smooth these. Silky. Still appreciates you, does he? After all this time, touches you. You deserve better, Ruthie. Someone who'll appreciate you. Give you what you want. 
Someone who isn't going to spend the next 15 years of his life inside. Around Frank Churchill's place at first light, he was packed and gone. His old mum in the hall, welcoming him with a fresh pot of tea. Away on holiday for his health, she says, somewhere with a nice bit of sun. Thinks it's Cyprus, but it might be Greece. You reckon there's any chance Pryor doesn't already know that? Not one I'd like to put my shirt on. Mm, then we'll have to find the girl. What's it, Margaret? Mary. All right, bring her in. And for now, keep her out of Pryor's sight. Right. Now, look, look, look. I know you have to do this once in a while. Flash a few lights, throw your weight around, OK. But this has been going on too long. It's time I wasn't here. Tell me about Frank Churchill. I hardly know the man. I already told Tell you. Tell me again. He's a nice bloke, old-fashioned, good to his mum, wears a suit of a Sunday when he walks the dog. Drinks? I suppose he drinks a bit. Who doesn't? Champagne? How would I know? High days and holidays, like the rest of us. Celebrations? Yes. Like the time you and he celebrated that bank raid out at Basefield. Oh, God. You and Frank and Mary MacDonald. Who? Likely you never knew her name, no matter. She knew yours, remembered it well, and what you were bragging about, the pair of you. This is ridiculous, Ramming the security van, being in possession of a gun. You, Pryor, proud of it, apparently. How you were the one with the gun. Oh, right, right, yeah. Touch and go it was for a while with that guard. Thought he might not pull through. Enough. Now you listen. Listen to me. This woman, this Mary, fetch her down here and let her say this to me face. Stick me in an identity parade. Anything. Because I'll tell you this for certain. Either one of you's made this up or it's her. But somebody's lying. Don't tell me she's done a runner too, Graham. All the way to casualty at the Queen's. Somebody set about her with a baseball bat. And poor Carl not be saying anything for days. And when she does, you can bet it'll not be to us. In search of Pryor's house turned up nothing. We'll be kicking him loose, shy of lighting up time. Ruth, is that the phone? Yeah. All right, I'll get it. Hello? I was hoping you might pick up. Who is this? Come on. You know who it is, don't you? What in God's name do you want? Oh, not much more than a social call. Make sure your John got him all right. Find out how soon you and me could meet up for a drink. Who was it? Nobody. Bad day? I've had better. A lot better. Never mind. I'll make us a drink. Tea? Coffee? Something stronger. How about tea for a change? All right. At least I don't have to ask you about your day. What do you mean? I can see the shine still in your eyes. What were at this time? Stopped off at McDonald's for a Big Mac and a chocolate shake. No. Chicken McNugget and chips. <laughs> when are you going to realise this into a joke? I know, I know. You let me down in this. I won't. You've got the car, then. Keith, you've got the car! It's all right. I've got it sussed. Hey, it's all a right. Cavalier. Last year's Reg. It's dark blue and Spare it's... us the details, right? You're not selling me the thing. You're having it here. 2.15, ready to go.
According to what Mr Spindler said to Becca, she'll be moving on to one of the main branches within a year. Assistant manager. Mm, wonderful what five years of elocution lessons and a few city and guilds will do. Oh, Lorna, that's not fair. No. No, you're probably right, Marjorie. It's got a lot more to do with the way that skirt keeps sliding up those skinny legs of hers whenever Spindler's within groping distance. Now that's just being unpleasant. Besides, Mr Spindler's not like that. What about all those pictures of his wife and family keeps on his desk? Well, they all have those, Marjorie. Photos of the kids, usually in the wallet. Sit up to the bar and show you them with one hand while they're slipping the other up inside your skirt. <gasps> if you ever did anything but go to the laundrette and watch Home and Away, you'd know. Good afternoon, sir. How may I help you? Lorna, is it? That's right, yes. Lorna Solomon. Yes. How can I help you? See this bag? Yes. Well, you can fill it. Eh? Fill it. Fill the bag. I'm sorry. I don't look, know what... Look, are you stupid or what? Lorna, something the matter? I'm warning you. Look, this is a wind-up, yes? One of them student things. Rag week. A joke. Yeah? See this, then? What's this? Lorna, what is this? This gentleman has a hammer. You bet I've got a hammer. Here. You have it. Hey! Down! There's someone coming! Now stuff the cash in the bag and quick! What's going on? Where the hell did he come from? Get back by that wall! Go on, move it! Over there! Hey, keep your hands off me! Then think I'm going to be pushed to the hand with the likes of you! It's the bloody home guard! Lord, I do something! What's the alarm? Genius! Uh, now you, you, you can stay there! Yeah? All right, Grandad. Wanna be a hero? Yay! Oh, oh my god! Oh. Come on, let's go! Don't stand there, Gorping, go! You didn't have to do that. You didn't have to hit him like that. Shut up and drive. What's that woman? Look! The pram! Christ! You nearly killed us! Bloody mess, that's what it was. Beginning to end. A couple of car bombs without a brain between them. Walking off the street, and ten minutes later, there's an old boy on his way to intensive care, and one of the staff under sedation, and a woman in shock after nearly getting herself and her two kids run over. They're okay. Lucky. I suppose we should be grateful we got away empty-handed. Ah, and that what he went in with was only armour, not a gun. <laughs> I doubt the old guy'll see it that way, Graham. CID, Lynn Kellogg speaking. Thanks. Yeah, right. Thanks. Blue Cavalier, sir. Wrap round a keep left sign up by Gauzy Close Gardens. Heading your way, Charlie. Keen to give themselves up. Right, I could go out there, the pair of you. Keep up the form. This lot will have been careless. Right, come on, Lynn. Your car or mine? Don't care either way, as long as I drive. Get in there, Kevin. Uh, yes, sir. This is Lorna Solomon, sir, from the Building Society. I know. Yes, sir. Is it always like this? How do you mean? All this noise and carrying on. Pretty much, yeah. Wouldn't suit me then. Quiet, that's how I like it. Room to hear yourself think. Today, though, uh, you weren't frightened? Not at first. I mean, not really. I didn't think it were, you know, serious. And by the time I did it, it were too late. You had a pretty good sight of him then, this youth with the ammo. Before he started to smash his way through my window, yeah, I did. Right up to me, Con, bold as you like. Lorna Sullivan, he says, reading me name right off me badge, mm. fill this. And he pushes his black bin liner through across the counter. 
And it was the same one, the one that spoke to you, is it the old man? Yeah, the little one. He just stood there like a spare part. He never done a thing. More scared than anyone, if you ask me. Even Marjorie. But the one who spoke to you, you'd recognise him again? In a million. He were tall, pretty tall. Not as tall as you, but, you know, tall. Aircrop really short. Stubble, you know. Mm, don't know about the colour of his eyes. Dark, though. I think they were dark, and he had this sort of broad nose. And an earring here. Left, is it? Yeah, in his left ear. <laughs> what? What is it? Nothing. You laughed? Why are you laughing? Did I say something stupid or what? Far from it. Just the opposite. It's what we're always wanting, someone who can give descriptions like that. Most times people are so confused they hardly notice a thing. Well, that's good then, isn't it? Yeah. So now, do I get to look at one of those books, you know? Photographs. See if I can't pick him out. You could. Great. But not here. Why not? Well, that's not how it works. You'd have to go to Central Station, the information officer. That's where all the books are kept. But you'll come with me. I don't know. You could. I suppose so. You never know. I might think of something else on the way. Forensics whipped it back to the station. They'll give it a real going over down there, but what I reckon will be sport for choice. More prints than one of Barbara Windsor's sweaters. I'll pretend I didn't hear that. How soon before we get anything to go on? Uh, usual thing, too much work, not enough staff, forget the overtime. This time tomorrow if we're lucky. By which time the old boy's life support might well be switched off. Always try phoning, giving them along. Yeah. Lynn, you don't know anybody down there you could use your charms on, do you? I pretend I didn't hear that either. You sure that was him? Positive. I am. I mean, there's no doubt about it. What? What's the matter now? Nothing. Why? You're laughing at me again. That's why. I'm not. Well, you got that great grin all over your face, like summer pudding. <laughs> like what? Summer pudding. It's all bread and fruit. Well, I know what it is. Uh... Just never heard anyone say it before, that's all. I say a lot of things. I bet. Now, what's that mean? Nothing. Okay, so what were you laughing at me for? Because you get so excited, that's why. I do. It's true. <sighs> Come on, do you want to hold the road or what? Look, do we have to go straight back? I mean, we couldn't stop somewhere, could we, for coffee, something like that? Well, I don't think so, no. Uh, disinformation. As soon as I can, I, I have to get back. Oh, yeah, yeah. Of course, I understand. Well, how about some other time? A, a drink? Uh, look, I am married. You're not wearing a ring? No. Don't you wear a ring? Yeah. Not work, is that it? Well, yeah, yeah, that's... We're... Debbie and I, we're, um... Separated. Not exactly. Just temporarily, like, spending some time apart. Yeah. Seeing how it feels. Yeah, something like that. Nothing wrong with the drink, then, is there? Otherwise, how else will you know? You know, how it feels. Being on your own again. Single. And she couldn't pick out the one wielding the hammer at all? No, sir. Not for definite. The hair, she said, uh, 
That was what put her off, his hair. But the other youth, she was certain? Keith Rylands, yeah. Pointed him out straight off, no hesitation at all. And he's got form? Well, I'll say. Not for this, though. Nothing like, mostly nicking cars, joyriding, stuff like that. Details? Um... Here we are. Rylands, Keith, 18 years of age, 5'5". Five, five. Yeah, six-month supervision order, 1991, theft from a motor vehicle. Then he did four months on remand, 1992, taken without consent. Last up, Young Offenders Institution, Glen Parva, 1993. Nicked a Citroen and went hot it round the Broxtow estate with three of our chaps in pursuit. He pulled six months. There's no doubt they knew he was the driver. What have we got by way of a current address? Gedling, his mother's. Parents separated a while back, apparently. OK, Kevin. Good. Mrs Rylands? Uh, well, yes, but... I'm sorry to trouble you. I'm Detective Constable Kellogg, and this is Detective Constable Naylor. Oh, yes, uh, that's all right, but it's not Mrs Rylands, it's Mrs Bird. I see, I'm sorry. It's about Keith, isn't it? Yes. You'd better come in. That's my husband, my first husband, Keith's father. He was drinking more and more, no real job, and him and Keith were forever on at one another, and I said to Stuart, Stuart, when we're married, because Stuart, he'd been married himself, he still was legally, and we were waiting for the divorce to come through. Stuart, I said, once we've moved into the house, he's got to come and live with us, Keith, until he's old enough to get a place of his own. And Stuart... I could tell he didn't really want him there. It wasn't what he would have chosen, but he never came right out and said it. And he was good with Keith. I'll say that. Very good with him at first. Took him off to one side and talked to him about turning over a new leaf, doing well at school. Because he'd been awful, you see, Keith. Truanting. Well, they bullied him, the other kids, on account of his size. He's only small, you see. Ever so small for his age. Somehow, when they all went up to secondary, my Keith got left behind. So he was bunking off and spending all his time in the Victoria Centre and, of course, he got caught shoplifting. There's only sweets and things, mind, nothing serious. But then, around about the time I had Jason, I suppose it was, that was when he started getting into cars. And last time he got caught, the sentence and that, Stuart put his foot down. I'm not having him back inside the house, he said, no matter what. And I asked him, even if it means the end of us, and he said yes. So that was that. Keith went back to his dad. Well, that's where you'll find him, with his dad in the meadows. If he's anywhere. He's in there somewhere. Try the letterbox. I doubt I'd fit. Shouting through it, you pillock. <laughs> Mr Ryland! What? This is the police. Mr Ryland, come and open the door. I'm busy! Mr. Rylance, it's about your son, Keith. He's not here. What? I'm sorry, I can't hear you with all that banging. It would be much easier if you came to the door. I told you, Keith's not here. I don't know where he is. Now, yeah, let me get on with my work in peace. We hung around for a bit, talked to some of the neighbours. None of them claimed to have seen him recently. But to be honest, most of them didn't seem to have seen much of anything. And he could have been in the house all along? I suppose so. Though there wasn't any sign, but without a warrant. Yeah, yeah, I know. Look, you get on over the road, join Kevin and the others for that drink. I'll take a drive out there, see if he's inclined to be more reasonable. I'd just as soon go back out there with you, if you don't mind the company. Fine. 
Let's go. Mr. Rylands? Reg? What now? Detective Inspector Resnick. I wonder if you could turn down the Count Paisy and let us in. Detective Inspector Resnick, this is Detective Constable Lindbergh. A Kellogg, yes, I remember. If you'd said Ellington or Woody Herman, I'd not have bothered coming to the door. Uh, the Atomic Mr. Basie, Eddie Lockjaw Davis, on tenor, 1956. 57? But you've shown your credentials. Come in, I'll see if I can find Kettle. I dragged this old timber off a skip. Get these shelves fixed. Might have a bit of order. Uh, you, you'll have tea. I'll, I'll stick to a, a can of this myself. Hear about Keith. Oh, aye. We're anxious to talk to him. Oh, shouldn't mind a word with him myself. Missed his tea now. Three nights running. Bed's not slept in. Tell you the truth, he comes and goes pretty much as he pleases. I spoke to his mother this afternoon. Oh, nice for you. The former Mrs Rylands, light of my life. She said Keith was here with you. Well, she would, wouldn't she? Not that she's lying, mind. In her mind, that's where he is. Back with his dad. Sorted away, neat and tidy. Everything in its place. <laughs> you notice all those china thingamies, did you? Strung out along the mantelpiece. Each one a guarantee three quarters of an inch along from the other. Not a speck of dust on any of them. After she left here to live with Stuart, the world's most perfect man, I didn't dust for a twelve-month clean, neither. Might have let things go a touch too far. You are certain Keith's nowhere in the house? Ah, uh, well, I said, didn't I? We could get a warrant search. You could. You must have some idea, Mr Rylands, where Keith is. Oh, must I? Like when you were 18 and fancy-free, your parents always knew where you were, I suppose. All right, we've taken enough of your time. Here's my number. If you do see Keith, find out where he is. It did help to let me know straight off. Help who? Goodbye, Mr Rylands. We'll see ourselves out. Are you all right? You've gone really pale, as if you'd seen a ghost. Well, maybe I have. Or heard one more night. I didn't recognise him at first, Ryland. Well, it was a long time ago, 20 years. He used to be in a band. The Nighthawks played drums. Club I used to go to down by the Trent near the forest ground Saturday night. It was where I first met Elaine. Elaine? We were married. That seems a long time ago, too. And that was where you met, this club? Yeah, we walked right into her, more or less. On my way out, as she was coming in. Hey! Oh. I'm sorry. I should think so, too. Larraping about with those great feet. It's a wonder I didn't go flying back downstairs. And don't stand there grinning. Maybe I could buy you a... A I... new pair of tights. Don't bother. No, no, I was thinking more of a drink. What, and pour it all down me? Will you echoes like? Elaine! All right, I'm coming. So, what happened? Did you see her there again the next week or what? I didn't set eyes on her again till four years later. And this man, the burglar, you saw him? Came back in from the bathroom and there he was. Clock radio in one hand, camera in the other. Had this hold all down near his feet. 
He'd been through the other rooms on this floor first. Anyway, one look at me and he was away. Swung the bag at me, bolted for the door. I shouted, grabbed at his arm, but I couldn't hang on. He shut me off and was away down the stairs. There didn't seem to be any point in chasing after him. You were lucky. Oh, my stuff, yeah, he dropped it when he ran. No, no, I mean, I mean, when you tried to stop him that he didn't react, he might have, he might have hurt you. <laughs> like you, you mean? <laughs> oh, I wasn't sure you'd remembered. Someone your size, all over me. Had a bruise on me instep for weeks. Say nothing of me big toe. Bruised? Black. Hung on for months and then it came off. You don't mean the toe. <laughs> the nail. <laughs> Shouldn't you be looking for clues? Well, this uh, this old fire escape out here, it's an open invitation. Sooner burgled than burned. But what I was thinking, uh, window locks. Oh, we've been on at the landlord for months. Well, maybe now I'll pay some attention. And maybe not. Anyway, who cares? By that time I'll have moved. By when? Week after next. I should talk to some of the other tenants. Yes. Do you think you'll catch him? Honestly? Of course. If he's a regular, if we pick him up for something else, otherwise, no, likely not. Are you always that honest? I hope so. I try to be. Don't you find that a hindrance in your work? I must go. Well, he can't stop there. Three weeks later, this card arrived, forwarded from Central Station. Black and white, it was a picture of a saxophone, photograph. On the back, she'd written, maybe you'd like to call round and check the security arrangements mm. along with her new address. Romantic. I thought so. This band Rylands was in, were they up to much? Not bad. For a local band, they were good. They're quite following in those days, too. Oh, I can remember buying this record, a little four-track EP. You know, moody picture of the singer on the cover, out of focus. Ruth Strange and the Nighthawks. I've still got it somewhere, most likely. No idea where. I've not set eyes on it for years. Come on, then. Come on. Come on. There. Now you settle down there. I know that wasn't the only thing going on for you back then. You and Lilane. Take the next right, Graham, down past that entrance to the park, cut through onto the Mansfield Road that way. See you, sir. Wife and I looked at the place along here once. Out of our range. Houses enough for sale, not bad, some of them. 
That one over hey, there? Hey, up. That's never... It's Elaine. Here, pull over, pull over. No, no. Keep right on. Take a left when you can. Now stop. Just stop a minute. Stop. Not thinking of moving, are you, Charlie? Looking around property like. No. Well, that bloke, you didn't... No. Estate agent, that's what they look like. Keys and all been showing her around. And even when you've got as far as exchanging contracts, I don't think the general thing is to kiss your estate agent on the mouth. What do you want to do? Drive me around the block, I want to see. You sure? Lend your credit card, Graham. I, I don't think I've got mine. You stay here. Charlie, you can't... Here. You take care. Well? Just drive. What did you find? Nothing. There were two glasses rinsed and left on the drain at a dry. Faint, the marks their feet had made upon the stairs. The toilet had been recently flushed, a curl of hair dark against the inside of the bowl. The taps of the hand basin were slightly damp to the touch, tiny bubbles of lather on the purple soap. In the second bedroom, the back of the house, the pillows bulked unevenly against the headboard. I eased the duvet back towards the foot of the bed. Careful. They had made no marks. But what remained, unmistakable when I lowered my face towards the center of the sheet, was the sour, sweet smell of sex, the natural odor of Elaine's body clinging to it lovingly. In part one of Wasted Years, dramatised from his own novel by John Harvey, Tom Wilkinson played Charlie Resnick, Jenny Stoller, Elaine, Sean Baker, Millington, and Stephen Critchlow, DC Rains. Gillian Bevan played Ruth, Kate Eaton, Lynn, Daniel Ryan, Kevin, John Turner, Rylands, and John Hartley, Pryor. Tom Bevan played Keith, Gavin Abbott, Darren, Becky Hindley, Mary, Zulema Dean, Marjorie, and Melanie Hudson, Lorna. Jilly Bond played Christine, Andrew Branch, the barrister, and Sandra James Young, Pam. The Wasted Years song was written by Liz Simcock and John Harvey, the musicians were Trevor Watkiss, Larry Butley, Winston Clifford and Alan Weeks. The director was David Hunter. Hunter.